Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Welcome to Reasonably Shady, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome back to Reasonably Shady. I'm your girl Giselle Bryant and I am Robin Dixon. Thank you again for being here with us. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And you know what? We, we we would be remiss if we didn't say that The Real Housewives of Potomac premiered. And anybody who did not watch it is a loser. Uh, I mean, I think everybody watched it. There's, <laughs> there's no losers in the world because everyone watched it. And we're on episode two now. Yes, yes, yes So you indeed. are into two episodes and enjoying and having fun. And unfortunately, we can't talk about it. Yes, we're not going to talk about it. But <laughs> we just appreciate all the love. We got so much Social media love, um, and y'all are like here for Potomac this season, so we just want to say thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And of course, thank you for listening to Reason Reasonably Shady. Yes. That means you just could not get enough of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have our Reasonably Shady moment of the week. Do you have one, Robin? Because you I, forgot, I think, Yes, last week. I do. So... I had one that I was going to share okay. last week and I forgot it. So now I've remembered it. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to share it. So my reasonably shady moment went to my scale. As in your what you, what you stand on mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. determine your weight? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. What you stand on. So I usually weigh myself every day. Okay. But when I went out of town, I was gone for like a whole seven days. Mm. And I didn't weigh myself for those seven days. So then when I came home. Okay. And I stepped on the scale. The scale was like, bitch, where you been at? Because you weigh. Because you are like six pounds heavier. Okay, so the shale is shady or all the food you ate is shady? The the scale is shady. Okay. okay, The scale is shady because it missed me and it was like just trying to like, you know, get in my head. So, yes, I was six pounds heavier when I got back from vacation. Okay. So, I mean, are you doing anything about it or do you care? I'm, I'm like down three. I'm down down three. three. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. do 
you swear by the scale? Because I heard you're not supposed to like live by the scale. So I I weigh myself all the time, and I know okay. people say, oh, you know, you you don't want to go by that because you could like you know your muscle could weigh differently, right? Or whatever water weight, yeah, all that. But no, I like every day after I eliminate. Oh lord, in the morning. <laughs> And I want y'all to know, I'm probably, it's probably too much information. Robin has a whole elimination plan and schedule mm-hmm. daily. Yes, I'm very regular. And if it gets interrupted, I'm very angry. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I think one time she was angry at me. And I don't know how I interrupted that. But okay. Yes, yes, yes. So the scale. So yes, I get on the scale like every day just so I know like where I am. Okay. And if I see it like creeping up, I'm like, oh, shoot, you got to. Do something. You got to tailor back. Okay. Yeah. You got to push back yeah. from the table, so, as my father so would my say. So my scale was really shady. Shady scale. Shady mm. scale. Mm. All right. So my reasonably shady moment, and I normally don't do this because this is not what I'm into. I really am not into negativity on social media. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of just mind your business. You keep it moving. I keep you put it moving. A, you post pretty pictures and you... And you and keep, and keep it pushing. And you keep it moving. Yes. 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 However, um, this one in particular, I, oh, I, I, was on, I was on the Instagram in my DMs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this... This one in particular was like, mm, this is not only shady, this might be violent. This oh, this might be, I need to call the CIA oh, and the shoot. FBI. You, you need a restraining order? I might need a restraining <laughs> order against this said person. Okay, so, and by the way, y'all people out there who are just trolls and haters, y'all are funny to me. Oh, I get a good kiki. Oh, I crack up. <laughs> I crack up. And then, and then you say like, well, um, you, did you really spend your time to like type my name in? Right. Write something really mean. And Nasty. Hit, like you don't like me, uh-huh. but you're here. Yes. It's very weird. Very strange. Okay. So I'm going to read it to you all because this person is shady slash psychotic. Okay. And I'm not even going to tell you who they are because we're not going to give them any energy like that. But just know that this is what's going on in my DMs sometimes. It's either penis pictures or this. Okay. Are y'all ready? Okay. <laughs> Your soul is so ugly. You're a dumb old dry bitch hoe who need to be beat within an inch of your life. Damn. I couldn't do me how you do those. First of all, where's your grammar? Okay, but that's a whole nother story. Okay, I couldn't do me how you do those other women because I would put you in a coma, bitch. Ooh. Ooh. She told you. Girl, she told you. Listen, y'all people that define the time to write this nonsense, y'all are funny to me. Right. Just know, like, you're not hurting our feelings. No. You're making us laugh. (laughs) Okay, but you, Instagram stalker troll, you are my shady moment of the week. Yes. Yes. That's scary. That's psycho. Yeah. That's not even shady. That's psychotic. That's psychotic. But, you know, y'all can have at it. You know, if y'all want to send more, feel free. But y'all y'all got problems. Y'all got issues. Has, has anyone ever made you feel like you wanted to send a message like that? Never. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even Donald Trump? Like, <laughs> never. Okay. Oh, my gosh. All right. So we've got so many hot topics this week. We've got hot topics. We've got our business guru who's here with us. So we've got a whole lot going on because the title of this episode is Get Your Hustle On. Okay? Get Your Hustle On. Mm, we know about that. Yeah. So before we start talking about getting your hustle on, okay, a couple things. A couple things, Robin. And this is like when I saw this in the news, I thought about you immediately. <laughs> all right? Um, because, you know, your, your, your boo is Juan. Yes. And Juan used to play basketball. Yes. And, you know, he's a coach and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So the U.S. Olympic team. Right. 
They are currently scrimmaging. The basketball team, yes. Yes, the U.S. men's basketball team is currently scrimmaging and getting their mind right to play in the Olympics to represent the United States of America. Right. And they suck. (laughs) They've lost (laughs) several games. I know. But they lost to Nigeria? Yes. Okay, I I understood that. They lost to Nigeria because they lost to some brother. They lost to they lost to like some other brothers. I have never in my life heard of Nigeria having a good basketball team. Was it Nigeria or Jamaica? I think it was Nigeria. Okay, okay. But I I kind of gave him a pass for uh, Nigeria. You don't get a pass for losing to Nigeria. Okay. You don't. Like that... I no offense to Nigerians, but like Nigeria has in my like as far as I've known, never had like a strong True national basketball team nate how many nigerians are in the nba uh probably not one yeah but i mean right oh, it oh that's, is. that's sergey guy who i want to marry is that is he from oh Nigeria? abaka i Aba- think he's Ooh, um yeah. where is he from is he like cameroon let it let everybody know i'm looking for him okay i'm looking for yeah you. He, he is who that mm. thing is sexy mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm. like a nice drop nice piece of chocolate pants. sometimes yes he wears tight pants <laughs> yeah robin how do you know he wears tight pants i look Anyway, I look at packages. Ooh, and the package is right. Okay, <laughs> be delivered to my house. Package. Okay. Um. All right. And then the second time they lost was to Australia. Australia. That's when I was like, y'all done. Y'all love but Australia. To the Australia. Good play. That's the thing. Australia. I understood more than I understood Nigeria. Like Nigeria okay. was like, what the? That was WTF. <laughs> Australia. I understand there are actually a number of. Good professional Australians okay. in the NBA. So, I mean, but still, that should not be happening. Not when you have the likes of like Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, like True. these men that are making hundreds of millions of dollars to play in the NBA. Like that is definitely not okay. It's not okay. And I'm I'm here to say, y'all right now, the U.S. men's basketball team is being shady, and y'all better reasonably get it together before the Olympics <laughs> yeah. starts. You know, they're they're going to get it together. But I feel like. I mean, are we saying, like, are they telling us something? Like, they need LeBron or something? Like, Of course they need Braun Braun. They need LeBron. They might even need to get people that have, have uh, retired. Bring geez, back D-Wade. Michael Jordan. Jordan. I mean, they need Shaquille with his, with his knees that are all messed up. I think, but you know what? I think it's telling of just where the game of basketball is right now. Okay. Um, because you will, you do see more and more international players in the league. And I think it's just showing you that basketball is becoming the the talent level is becoming a little more like even. The yes. playing field is evening out. Yes. Um so we'll hey, see. It's, maybe it's a sign of the times. We'll see. But if y'all don't get it together, we know that Stephen A. Smith will talk about y'all really bad. And I'm bringing him up and he's the commentator on ESPN. Right. Because he was backlash, demolished. Everybody came for him because he talked about the Japanese guy, the, I ba- missed the baseball All right, player. What happened? Okay. So there's a Japanese baseball player. Can't remember who he plays for. I'm going to say the Dodgers. He plays in the MLB. Okay. Yes. He's okay. he's in. He plays baseball. And he can't speak English. Oh, okay. But the he's like the best person on the team. Okay. And so when he does interviews or whatever, mm-hmm. I guess there has to be a translator. Okay. And Stephen A. Smith's position is like, look, we're not going to rally behind somebody like Bryce Harper. Uh-huh. We're not going to rally behind somebody. We, we rally behind Bryce because he's an American boy and okay. he can do press and we can like get behind that. Okay. So Stephen A. Smith is like, we can't get behind this because he's Japanese and he don't speak English. And so, yeah, he's not us. So he's pretty much saying like, I he's, don't. So, th- so this player is like really good. He's the best. Okay. So he's saying like, I don't care how good he is. Like, I'm never going to give him any he's saying he can't be a franchise player he can't be a michael jordan for that for the baseball team he can't and okay so 
It's, this is a tough one because it makes sense when you talk about it, but it sounds very racist. It sounds very racist. And maybe he was coming from an aspect of like, you know, when it comes to a marketing standpoint. Yeah. You true. know, where those players are, you know, you have the LeBrons who are, you know, they're the face of Nike and they're doing all, you know, all the ads and right. the media appearances and stuff. I think he's maybe coming from that standpoint versus like just letting his play speak for itself right it's like two, almost like two different things but i don't okay. even, i don't even understand like why does Stephen a even have to say this why like, are you, was the, exactly I, see i need to read more about this i don't want to sound <sighs> i i just want to say that he he always is borderline uh wrong so he got backlash yes huge i guess it's like the okay let's let's flip it if we were in japan yeah and you had a american player that couldn't speak japanese uh-huh. how would the like would that play but he was the best player in the league yeah you probably feel a certain kind of way i i see that you know what i mean i yes. don't know like i have i need we're, we're on a fence on this one y'all we're on a fence on this one. but i can say I just know that we're always quick to like jump down people's throats for like right saying what sounds to be politically incorrect stuff but you know maybe he was his brain was just thinking was going somewhere else with i'm it. gonna give him a pass because i met him actually and he knows how to wear a suit <laughs> he looked really good doesn't really look what? good on TV, but he looked really good in that suit. Yeah. I know it's, it was very strange. From the neck down. Yes. Okay. From All that right. neck down. That that tie was tied right. The shirt was right. That okay. that suit laid on his body very right. Okay. Yes, but that's where it you ended. like a good suit. Okay. Good suit. Yes. Right, a good. man with a suit on that does something for me. Okay. So my next man, yo, you you better know how to wear a yeah. suit. Y'all Damn paying it. Attention. Anybody paying attention? Because <laughs> <laughs> we okay. got some men that listen. Okay. okay. All right. So we're gonna stay so on the send, baseball. So look, instead yes. of sending your dick pics to Giselle, send your suit pics. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you might actually get a response. Right. All right. So we're going to stay on the baseball theme a little a little longer because Drake decided to woo his current girlfriend by buying out Dodger Stadium and like having people come and like give them this fine tablecloth meal a fine dining experience yes at a baseball stadium that if any man did that to me i would be like this is not turning me on right and i'm sorry isn't didn't kanye west propose to kim kardashian at yes. the dodger stadium yeah or so the baseball stadium? drake you're stealing kanye's move. right like hello the original drake something else can Come. we find something else i unless the woman really liked baseball and the dodgers like yeah. if that meant something to her but Kind of, uh, Drake, be a little original. Be original, and um, for that we say once again, yeah, I just stick to music. I would rather him take that money that he spent on renting Dodger Stadium and buy me like a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> you or and the just, girl he's dating? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, if I was her, her, yes. Okay, but side note, I got a little tea inside tea. Oh. so he met her because I think Drake sponsored her son's basketball team. Okay, I'm getting a yes over here from our director of operations, guys. We do have a director of operations. Her name is Carly, and she's with us all the time. (laughs) And she said to us, this is totally a side note. She's like, what is my title? Like, I'm here all the time, and I'm doing everything for you guys. And I was like, dun, 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 director of operations. Oh, that was your title? Yeah, I gave, I gave that to her. Oh, I thought she came up with that. No, I gave that to her. <laughs> and she's she's been doing so much more for us now just because she got a title. I know. So, you know, what, just what else can you do? word to the wise. <laughs> just give people titles. Okay. So anyway, the T is that he found this woman because he's sponsoring this, um, I think, this club basketball team. Okay. I think the boy's name is 
Amari Bailey. Okay. The T is Amari Bailey is completely embarrassed by his mother dating Drake because oh. all of his friends oh, now are like, clowning him. They're like, mm. but his. Have you seen his mom? She is like a hot Instagram model. I didn't want to say that. I was gonna she's let you say it. Big boobies, big booty. <laughs> like, she she's typical Drake. Yeah, Drake flicking like, it up for the, for Instagram. Yeah, she looked like the last one that was a stripper that he had the baby. The with. baby. Yes, yes, very similar. Yes, yes. He has a type. He has a type. He has and a type. He he found the type, so, and the so son is I'm, embarrassed. If I'm the son. I'm just. I probably would be more. I, I would probably think it was cool that my mom was dating Drake, but I probably would be just embarrassed that now all these eyes are on my mom. Right. And they're all commenting on her having a fatty. Right. Right. Yes. Exactly. Because yes. my kids, I don't have a fatty, but <laughs> if if I'm like showing any type of skin, they're like, um, where are you going? Like, they're trying to like, <laughs> they want me to go around in a Mew Mew. Like, <laughs> Listen, boy moms have a hard time out here in these streets. I wouldn't know, but, you know, Robin's boys be tearing her up. Oh, my gosh. Like, (laughs) to pieces. But, but you know what? So, this is what I really love about them. They prefer me all natural. So, like, if I have makeup on, they'll be like, why do you have all that makeup on? And then when I take it off, they're like, okay, that's so much better. Really? Yeah. So, I love that. I love that, too. They just want their mom to be just, you know... Fresh face she wants Friday. Me to look like one of their friends. They, I mean, they want me to look like their friends, so I can like wrestle with them. Oh, okay, yes, that's <laughs> something we don't do over here in the girl house. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Okay, so a couple more things that like really inspired me. So Allison Felix, she's actually another Olympiad, mm-hmm. uh, partnered with Alethea. Is that how you say it? Oh, Athleta. Athleta. 
to make sure that women who are Olympiads, Olympiads, Olympics. I like that. Olympiads. Yeah. Olympians. Olympians have childcare at the Olympics. Fantastic. So they're putting up $200,000. Uh-huh. She is a black woman and she's doing some black girl magic. Right. The yes. End. Well, yeah. you know, I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like when she was pregnant, wasn't she dropped by Nike or something because she was pregnant or oh. something like that? Or she had, when she had her baby, she was dropped. So she definitely went through some sort of like issues when it comes to being a mother. Yes. And so this is a great way to support these athletes and say, Love you know, you have support. Yes. She is our Black Girl Magic Girl of the Week. Yes. And like, I'm sorry, anyone who can push a baby out and then go run in the Olympics. Hello. And she's what? She's like, thir- she's in her 30s, right? I think. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's awesome. So props to her. Props to her. Props to her. Another guy I hate to talk about uh-huh. is 50 Cent. You don't like 50 Cent? Uh, Curtis Jackson. Um, he just comes for people on unnecessarily. On unnecessarily. Yeah. I feel like he's like a bully. Yeah, he's a big fat bully. Yeah. And I don't like to talk about him, but we're going to talk about him today because he's actually on the right side of right this time. Oh, where? Yes. So Lego. No, Lego didn't come out with it. Okay, I'm sorry. Lego did not. You so, got to get a cease and desist. I know. Okay, so there's a you gun out me. there that has that looks like Lego covering it. And it looks very child friendly. Right. But this um, is a Carly, dangerous gun. can you pull the picture up so I can show it to the... Camera? Yes. It is very child-friendly. Right. It looks child-friendly, yeah, I should it, say. It looks like something a kid would play with. Right. Right. Because right. it's colorful. It looks like Legos. Yes. Let's see. Look at this. Yes. It's... it. It literally... Oh, my God. It's horrible. That's it is horrible. horrible. Okay. Can we see this? Look at this. Yes. That who, Why would anyone even think... Let's make a gun that looks like a toy that a kid would play with? That's absolutely horrible. And this is a Glock. And for what I'm saying in the streets, a Glock can like really kill you. This is a Block 19 firearm. Yeah. The U.S. gun company, Culper Precision, said its customized Glock weapon, nickname, I mean, named Block 19, was developed to highlight the pure enjoyment of the shooting sports. That's disgusting. The Danish toy maker Lego wrote the company demanding that it stop producing the weapon. Okay. Which is covered in what looks like Lego bricks. Right. Yeah, this is problematic. That's problematic. But 50 Cent brought it out. You know, he, he said, look ahead. He brought attention to this. Okay. Yeah. He said, look ahead. This is not cool. And yeah. I, I, once again, Curtis Jackson is now my friend. Oh, good. Yes. He's, he's in your good graces. Yes, he is. But that's good. He brought attention to it. Hopefully this gun does not see the light of day. Yes. Because that's a disaster waiting to happen. 100%. It's like no matter how diligent parents try to try to be and protect their kids, like right. something like that, sometimes you cannot you like you can't protect your kids from that. No, you can't. And and let's say a kid was out playing in I don't know, a field or something because right. we've had this happen and they were holding that. Right. They're going to get shot by the police. Or no, or they're holding a gun that looks like they're holding a toy that looks like that. That looks like that. They're going to get shot. And then the police are like, "Well, I don't know if that's that's a real if that's real or not. Right. No, that's terrible. Yeah, no. So just keep the damn guns black and heavy and keep them moving. Like, and, and keep them out of people's hands that should not have them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. All these people are here. Okay. One last thing, guys, because I was um, traveling and I, you know, when I travel, I like to watch a little Netflix and get that in. So I watched this show called Something Something Pop. Okay. Our director of operations is going to look it up because I can't remember what it was. It's something, something pop, something, right? Something pop. So Google that, something, something pop, pop right. on Netflix. And um, this particular episode was about T-Pain. Oh. And what he did to the music industry because everybody okay. got very upset with him because he introduced auto-tunes Auto-tune. right. to the world. And he really yeah, didn't. Bye. 
a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was the song. Okay. So it they showed the history of it. And to be quite honest, Cher kind of introduced auto tunes. Mm. Do you remember that song? Do you believe uh-huh. in life was, after love, after love, after love? That was, was auto tune? Yes. Get out. So long story short, um, something something pop is really called This Is Pop. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. The show on Netflix, guys, is called This Is Pop. <laughs> and my okay, so I'm I'm building up to the story here. So T Pain recently came out and said he is so angry with all of these rappers out here right now because they all sound the same. There's no originality. You can't tell them apart. And he's sick of it. Okay, I agree. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. But before we get there, I want y'all to understand the genesis of why T-Pain is so angry. Okay. T-Pain started auto-tunes so that he could be different. So that he could have a different sound. And now they're all doing auto-tune. Is that what he's saying? Well, no. And now he's saying, I, y'all were so mad at me because I did auto-tune, but I did that so that I could have a career. Right. Right. And and so now we get, you know, I don't know, 20 years later and all y'all still sound the same again. Right. So auto-tune or not. Right. So I think that's a, okay. I would say the music today all sounds the same. Yes, it's it does. the same. And that's women rappers and men rappers. Yes. Sounds the same. But I feel like I sound like my dad. Honestly, like, because I remember being young and I was, you know, loved the music back then. And my father would be like, oh, this music is trash. It all sounds the same. Who is who? Like, I don't know. You know, this is just terrible. There's right. no talent. They're not. So I feel like it's just like for us as we get older, and as T-Pain gets older, yeah. the music does not sound the same as what we enjoyed it to be. So Okay. Okay. I can give you that. But just kind of come up with different names. Because I don't know a little baby from a dub, a dub baby, baby from I know. grandma baby from who baby, when baby. I like, know. I can't figure it out. That There's that. There's the Meagles. I can't really figure them out either. I know. There, I, it's just come up with some different names. Yes. There's Moneybag Yo, G Herbo, and Little, I, little Vert. I mean the thing like one of the things I love to do you know I'm always on a road trip with um, you know for the basketball team and I have all the kids in the car and I'm like okay guys who is this who's better so we'll literally like listen to like a playlist of Little Baby and then we'll listen to a playlist of (laughs) The Baby yeah, and then we'll have a debate like yeah no we like The Baby we like that so I think I think we I can't remember which one I like I can't say Little Baby just came out with that song with Kirk Franklin that gospel song with Kirk Franklin. Right, for Space we Jam. We win or something. Yeah, for Space mm-hmm, Jam. Mm-hmm. Love it. Oh, you like that? I do love that. Okay. And you know, I'm a Kirk fan. See, I'm, we put it, see, that our reaction was different. I think it's oh. like we put it on. We were like, oh, it's a new song. And we put it on. And we were like, eh, next. <gasps> yeah, maybe I need to. It was positive try. and uplifting, Robin. They don't want to hear that. And your kids don't want to be positive and uplifting? No, they want to hear, shake your booty. <laughs> Pop that booty, fatty, Eddie. Pop that booty, fatty. Okay. No, anyway. I'm my, kid, my kids do not want to listen to that, okay? <laughs> all right. All right. We digress. Okay. We've got some serious business happening on this episode, and it is called The Business of Business. Whoop, whoop. So wait, before you yes. keep talking, I want to say we got a comment one day that was like, you know, we we, we we like to have fun, laugh, joke. We uh-huh. talk about all different types of stuff. And someone was like, you all need to talk about stuff of substance, like business and this and that and other. And I'm like, damn, like, can you be patient? We yes. just started here. Yes, this is episode 
what four eight, eight something eight. nine I, who ten? knows i mean let's just up, whatever give us a minute we're gonna we, we're gonna talk about a variety of things yes some being fun and trivial yes, right right that was like the first 20 minutes yes and some <laughs> being actually use, useful for your life and i want to say also oh, i want to read this one comment that i got but i've had people say like thank you for you know just brightening my day right so if we can just brighten someone's day by being ourselves and being silly then that's what we gonna do mission accomplished mission but anyway i'm sorry i cut you off yeah it's so okay to the, the it's, topic it's okay yes the topic because the topic is get your hustle on and we're going to talk about the business of businesses and being an entrepreneur and just getting your grind on so we have an expert with us today whoop, whoop. yes um we have somebody who actually knows a whole lot more about business than robin and i do yes which speaks volumes absolutely because we got our business hustle on you gonna, yes. Are you going to introduce her? Yes, okay. I will. Okay, so first of all, Vicki Irvin is my friend. Mm. I actually met her on a business level. You probably actually, if you go back to season three, where she was present during my um, entrepreneurship event, my, my She is Empowered event, where I was talking about entrepreneurship and women and all that good stuff, because I myself was very interested in being an entrepreneur. And I kind of sought out Vicky for help and advice. And I thought, oh my gosh, so many other women want this same advice. So um, Vicky has been a great resource for me when it comes to business. Um, so I'm going to read her bio real quick. Vicki Irvin is a business consultant and expert marketer for six and seven figure business owners and entrepreneurs. Her very first entrepreneurial endeavor created a multi-million dollar business within 12 months. Vicki has consulted with over 2000 people and celebrities on how to increase their own wealth, boost their profits and employ marketing strategies that few have been exposed to. The success of Vicky's consulting business is built on her targeted focus of dream client attraction, sales conversion, and branding. She teaches both online and direct mail marketing using a diverse array of cutting edge advertising methods. She is the creator and founder of the SWL Cosmetics Collection, a full-service cosmetics company and line that is sold worldwide and caters to women of color. So, everyone, welcome Vicki Irvin to the stage. Vicki, thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thank you for having me. You have been such a valuable resource to me, um, whether it's just motivating me to start my business. You've been very helpful with my Facebook ads. <laughs> <laughs> It's like anytime I have a question about business, I'm like calling Vicky, like, what should I do? You know, what do you recommend? Um, she's been an amazing resource for me. So thank you for being here. Yeah. So Vicky's about to drop some knowledge, people. So get your pen and your paper. Get hey. ready. I know we have a list of questions, but I think the first thing to say, like, first of all, there's, I, I would assume with our listeners, there are a number of people listening. One, there's people who are not entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. but would love to be one or would always hear, you know, this talk about having multiple streams of income mm -hmm. and you might have your nine to five, but they might have dreams to start their own business. So we have those types of people. We have other people who do have their own business mm -hmm. and, you know, hopefully they're successful, flourishing. But as a business owner, I can say myself, you're always looking to learn more yeah. and you're always looking to be like motivated, re-energized. Mm -hmm. And then you might have people who are 
entrepreneurs, but are struggling. Yes. So absolutely. how do you, how, what, what advice would you give for somebody who's, they have their nine to five, yeah. but they want to start their side hustle, but they're scared to like jump out there and take that leap. Yeah. First, let me say this. Like, I think there's a lot of pressure for people to be entrepreneurs today and everybody doesn't have to be an entrepreneur. It's like with social media, it's like everyone has their own business and you're looking like, well, what's wrong with me? Right. But you don't have to be an entrepreneur. I think sometimes people kind of put this slant on it where if you're not an entrepreneur, then you're like failing in life. And that's not so. Some people really enjoy what they do at work and their nine to five in their job. And that's fine. So a lot of people sometimes feel pressure for that. But for the person who does have that, you know, that curiosity, like, what can I do? I want to do something else or I hate my job. What can I do? A lot of times, most entrepreneurs end up getting into a business that they kind of already have some type of expertise in. Mm -hmm. They don't really say, oh, well, I want to be a this, I want to be a that. They already have some type of skill set or background in something. Even if you're like an accountant at work, okay. you might want to start your own accounting business. Mm. It usually pops off from there, okay. right? So if someone's looking to do something different, it's, it first starts with what, what, what are you good at? You right. Because you have to be good at something. <laughs> or I feel like you have to feel it. You have to have passion for it. You have it. to have a passion for it because yeah. you're going to work hard. You're going to work harder than your nine to five as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Like all this stuff about, oh, making money in my sleep and all this stuff. A lot of that is just marketing. Because think about it, nine to five, you can shut off at five o'clock. Yes. Entrepreneur, you're never off. It's 24-7. <laughs> it's 24-7. 7 So there's a reality to it. And you have to be able to distinguish like the fantasy and the marketing hype of entrepreneurship versus the real hard work that it takes. Right. And if you fail and you have nothing else to fall back on, you know, that, that check is not coming every week like you're nine to five. Mm -hmm. You know, you might be eating beans one week. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So you have to be really realistic about um, putting in the work and the grind that it takes to start a business. But I would definitely say to think about what you're already good at. That's the greatest starting point to think about what you already have a skill set and how can you build a business around that versus just randomly saying, oh, I think I want to do this or I think I want right. to do that. Right. I, I know a lot of people say that they get the fear sets in Yes. when they feel like, oh my gosh, I have to have X amount of dollars to start my business. Mm -hmm. I have to have like this huge number, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so that fear sets in, like I'm never going to have that number to mm -hmm. start my business. But I always say like, just start. Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, here's a little reality on that. You, you are going to need some coins. Yes. <laughs> you, right? You're going to need True. some coins. But my thing is this, like, stay at your nine to five. Okay. And fund your business with the money that you're getting from your nine to five. Oh, a lot like of people this. say, oh, just step out there and go for it. You don't need a plan B. There's never a plan B for me. It's only A. Da, da, da. I'm like, no. Right. I'm, I'm more like, Safety keep your plan net. B. When I started mm -hmm. my first business, I was, I stayed at work. I was making so much money. I was still showing up to work and I had all these radio ads coming on. Like cause I was, I was teaching real estate investing at the uh -huh, time, mm -hmm. but I was still showing up. And one day my boss came in and was like, you don't think I hear you all over the radio? <laughs> He's like, why are you still working here? And that like freed me because I think we all, you know, we're bred to go to work and stay there right. and, yes. you know, get your pension and your social yes, your security. I was, I was scared to leave, even uh -huh. though I was making more money in a month than I was all year. Right. right. So, but it's still a, a way to fund your business. Right. So I, I don't quit. Don't say I'm going to yes. use my life savings to pour it into this new thing. Right. Be smart about it. You know what I mean? Fund right. it and, and stay at your nine to five and, and gradually build that. Way. Right. And yeah. uh, and some, um, when I give advice, which <laughs> yes. I'm not an expert, but one thing that I like to tell people is to don't start a business and then think like, oh, I'm just going to be making so much money right away. Like no. actually so, start like really small goals yes. for yourself. Yes. Like yes. even if it's like, okay, I I just want to make two hundred dollars, yep. right? And then you make that two hundred dollars, and then okay, now I want to make two thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Yes. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's like 
we get caught up in seeing people on social media mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I started my business and I made a million dollars in a month. Right. And, lies. Lies. <laughs> and they're like showing you screenshots of yes, like that, their account. Yes. And it's like, it's a lie. It's a lie. Right. There's yeah. apps for that. Yeah. There's right. apps for that. Yeah. I always say, you know, grow as you go. Yes. And the money that you get, always invest it back. Put it back into the business. Right. And, mm-hmm. and then just grow as you go. And you don't have to, I, I remember this with every hue, like, you know, we had to decide how many SKUs we were going to start mm-hmm, with. Mm-hmm. And that's expensive. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to start with um, 10 items that you're going to sell at one time, well, you have to get all 10 of those made, right. manufactured, right. distributed. Mm-hmm. It costs a lot of money. So, you know, the thought was, like, we'll just grow as we go. Right. And add more to the line. Yes. Um, yes. That's that's one way to do it because yeah, don't get caught up in the social media lie game. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And it was a good. It was what you were saying, Robin, is good because you need to see what's possible. If it's just two hundred dollars, it gives you the confidence mm-hmm. to say, "Wow, like somebody bought my thing, or they really want it," and yes. that motivates you, right? You know, to, to keep, keep pushing. So just those small wins go a long way in keeping you going yeah. forward. Right. For sure. So what industry do you feel like people should stay away from, and then what do you think would be great for them to start a business in? I don't necessarily think there's any particular industry you should stay away from. My biggest thing is like a lot of people always say, well, the market is so saturated and there's so much competition. Yes. But if you do the numbers, we only need a certain amount of customers to make our own money. Mm -hmm. Like everyone, Mm -hmm. you know, with the cosmetic line, like, you know, everyone doesn't want to buy Fenty. Everyone doesn't want to buy Mac. Everyone doesn't want to buy the big ones. People say, oh, everyone has a cosmetic company. But when they find the one that they love, they're going to stick there. And I don't need the same amount of customers as Rihanna. Right. You know what I mean? And so don't worry about market competition because no one person can service everybody in the world. That's why we always see McDonald's and Burger King by each other. Oh, you know I never thought I mean? about that. Like, mm-hmm. oh my, we, we don't say, oh, the God, there's so many Burger Kings. It's saturated. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's competition. So many restaurants. Because no one restaurant can service all the people in I the world. I never thought about that. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. So actually, if you think about it, if you see an industry that's saturated... It's saturated because there's money to be made there. Ooh. So it's actually good to Ooh. go into that industry. Okay, Vicky dropping yeah. some knowledge on yeah. her. Very interesting. <laughs> so for people who, okay, so say someone has a product idea mm-hmm. um, and they're looking for manufacturers. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is where people, a lot of people might stop yes. because- like, where do you find manufacturers? Where do you, how do you know which ones are reputable and trustworthy? And, you know, that to me, mm. it's like, I have tons of ideas of products that I would like to, you know, do or get into, but I'm like, eh, I just, I just don't even know where to go. Right. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. what, like, is there a trick or is there a resource or something? Yeah. People have for different industries, like I see out there, people, you see people selling like their vendor lists and yes, stuff like I that. I bought one one time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't personally, is that a I don't, trick too? I don't know. A... There's like vendor lists. Like okay. say you want to go into selling like, like, like you want to open a boutique hair or hair, uh-huh. you know, everybody sells, you know, all the hair okay. and stuff. You want to sell hair. Well, where do you get the good hair from? Mm-hmm. You know, what vendors do you go to who you know are already tested and proven. So a lot of times right. people who are already established will sell their vendor list. Yeah. And you know that you can see that they're already a good business that's going on and they'll give you the, their vendor list for a Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes it, I always felt like it, the whole manufacturing process was just overwhelming, right? Mm-hmm. And you can get mm-hmm. so stuck in being overwhelmed that you quit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you quit. Yeah. And, yeah. and so what what we can't do as entrepreneurs, and it's, and it's hard, and it's a struggle all the time, is let like little hangups shut you down because there's always going to be something where you're like, yeah. 
I don't get that. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. I don't get that. And it'll stop you. You'll get distracted and you'll go do something else. Yes. But you just have to push through those things. Um, you know, it's it's not the end of the world. It's not the hardest thing you're going to have to face in your business. You can find a freaking manufacturer. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But people are actually, they are. They're selling their vendor list and they already are in business using these people. Yeah. And it's it's kind of a way to find, like, it's like a referral almost. It's like a I didn't know anything right. about vendor lists. Yeah. Yeah. I bought one a long time ago because I thought I wanted to open a clothing boutique. And so okay. I mm-hmm. opened a vendor list of clothing manufacturers yes. mm-hmm. yeah yeah but i'd never do anything with it <laughs> <laughs> okay so you have businesses that are seasoned they've been around for a while mm-hmm. how and they're they're stuck in not being able to grow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what what advice would you give yeah so that's the phase where you're trying to scale up and that's a doozy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's a big because one. you know we talk about putting the money back in the business and then what happens is like you reach this point where the demand gets higher and you're not used to putting out that much money to get mm-hmm. the product back in and you're like i want to fulfill the demand but right. where's the money going to come from you get stuck in this cycle right right and so that's where people start to look at um getting funding okay you know what i mean getting funding or partnering with people okay so that's a good way to grow it's a good way to grow otherwise and if you don't like take the plunge and fix that problem you're going to stay stuck in a circle right so it's it's always the push pull of Oh my God! People want this stuff. The demand's so high, but I can't keep the product coming in as much. And right. Robin, you and I have talked I was about this before. Robin, this yeah. is probably like, sounds this like your issue. Oh, this is definitely yeah. my issue. Yeah, okay. and, I, yes. and I told Robin, I feel this her on that. It's issue. like I don't want to order like a million of this, uh-huh. even though you know good and well that you're going to sell out every time. You yeah. still cling to this thing. But what if I don't? I'm stuck with this inventory. I know. And then when I don't have inventory, I'm sitting stagnant. And you're missing out on sales. And you're missing out on sales. Right. So you're basically telling Robin she needs to partner with someone or get some funding. Or get some funding. Or get right. some help. Mm-hmm. Right. Or get some help. Or okay. or yeah. or take the plunge and just like put all the money over there. Because you, you've been that like with your hat business for a while. You know how your right. stuff, you have a little bit of, um, you know, data yeah. to tell you how your stuff is going to flow. And you mm-hmm. know, like, okay, if I if I spend more to get more product in, I know I'm going to sell this. Right. Because right. when I keep doing this, I sell out and then I'm not making any money and everyone's mad at me because I'm sold right. out again. And they're sitting right. waiting. And they're, they're sitting like, waiting like, why are you always sold out? Yeah. And then you lose customers. <laughs> yeah. I call that sales prevention. Yeah. No, <laughs> yes. I mean, that, that definitely, I've, I've definitely been in that that hamster wheel, I'll say. Um, But I guess another issue for people who are stuck in their businesses is the marketing aspect Mm -hmm, or, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. getting the word out or get or getting new customers. So, you know, they might have the product sitting or they might have, you know, they if they're offering services, like they're waiting for someone to call them. Mm -hmm. So what do we do in that situation? So marketing is like, to me, a business owner, entrepreneur needs to spend the majority of their time on marketing. Like, really? We already know you have a great product. Okay. We already know people want it. It's good. But how are you going to let, you know, more people know about it? Right. So that's where you need to put most of your money is in, in client attraction. Okay. And uh, building your client. But what does that look like? Is that social media? That's Yeah. Then that's paying for advertising. Okay. You know, ads on Facebook and okay. different social media platforms. Um, that's probably the biggest thing that people are doing right now is actually mm-hmm. paying for ads. Okay. And that's a whole. And, and, and so you also need to invest in yourself to learn those things, to learn how to do them. Right. Because again, as an entrepreneur, you need to spend a majority of your time generating sales. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And how do you do that? You run ads. Well, are you going to pay somebody to run the ads for you or are you going to learn how to run the ads yourself? Mm, right. You know? And you have to make sure that ads are quality, that mm-hmm. people are actually going to look at them. Yeah. So, and that's a whole learning what ads work because there's data right. out there like the people who teach how to run Facebook advertising. They know what works. I mean, they're always testing. Right. Because right, ads yeah. have something they call ad fatigue. Mm-hmm. And you can run an ad that's a hit for a week and it's just boom. And it's just hitting it. And then after a week. Mm-hmm. It stops working mm-hmm. because people because have already seen they've it. They've seen it. So okay. It, it reaches a point where it's called ad fatigue. It's stale. You got to change the head. Sometimes it's the headline. Sometimes okay. it's the picture. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the copy. Okay. All those things get played with all the time in Facebook advertising. And so I tell people like, Everyone's not going to be able to do just organic sales. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be great if you could just start an Instagram and just mm-hmm. blows up or whatever? Yeah, you know? And everybody reality. doesn't have a platform of TV either. Right. Yeah. right? And I think sometimes we see other celebrities on social media and they're promoting stuff and there's boom, but they have mm. a platform. Right. And the average person who's an entrepreneur is not going to have a platform. So we're going to have to pay. Or you can partner with those you know, people on social media who do have a following, yeah. influencer marketing and stuff like right, that as right. well, as, yeah. a, as a way you know, of doing that as well for yeah. advertising. That's another big thing people are doing. Facebook advertising and partnering with influencers who have a proven track record of you know, right, pushing right. sales. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What I was going to say about Robin's embellished mm-hmm. is that it was ingenious that she has the satin inside the hat. Yes. Right? That was like ingenious. Nobody's ever seen that before. It's so necessary and needed, especially for black women in mm-hmm. her hair. Mm-hmm. So that was Thank amazing. Um, but that that was something that, that wasn't out there in the market and you feel that need. Mm-hmm. Earlier today, I was talking to Vicky and she was telling me something that she's working on that's not out there yet. Mm-hmm. And so she's feeling a need. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I feel, 
strongly about um, people filling a need yes. that is not already in the market yes. when you're thinking about starting your own business. Yes, you're exactly mm -hmm. right. You want to fill a void. You kind of look out there and you say, well, what's missing? Like there may be a million hat companies, right? but what's missing from hats? For black women, yes. oh, we're so crazy about protecting our hair from getting dry. I'm going to add a satin lining. Right. That one little thing will Change differentiate game. you from everyone else who's selling hats. Right. And that becomes your hook mm -hmm. or your unique selling proposition. Right. We call it a USP. That becomes your thing. And that is what you know pushes you out there. Right. Um, what we were talking about was telling her I'm launching a, a company called Black Women Lifestyle. It's like a supplement company uh -huh. with like oh. meal replacement, protein shake, you know, mm. your greens, your reds. But... There's nothing out there that caters to the needs of black women particularly. I was telling okay. her, we're deficient in vitamin D as a culture, black people okay. are, right? Yeah. And so if you go to GNC, they're just going to have the normal amount of vitamin D. I'm going to add stuff that I know our culture is deficient in okay. and add more vitamin D Oh wow! Okay. to our stuff and have something called a supplement company that caters to the needs of, of black women, the things that we're deficient in. We don't need all the sugar they put in GNC because we're predisposed right. to diabetes yes. and all that stuff. Mm. Yes. So we were talking about how that fills a void because I don't think anyone's ever done that from what I've seen right. cater specifically to the, no. you know, the way I our bodies it. are made up. Right. So different things like that, you're exactly right, can help. When you enter the market, yeah, right. do something different. And one of the best things I say is find out what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because everybody looks alike. It's uh -huh. like the phone book. Remember Yellow Pages? I'm not yes. dating myself, yes. but it's like pick a plumber. Like you open the yellow pages, <laughs> it's know. like you need a plumber. Like, how do you know which one to call? They all look the same. Right. And that's how it is with now. Everybody's the same. And when you get in business, you tend to look at what everyone else is doing and you say, Okay, this is what I should be doing too. And yes. Everybody does that so they all look the same. Right. So the person who dares to do the opposite is the one who's gonna stand out in, in the eyes. Agree. And I feel like us as black people, we're so creative. Mm -hmm. Like we make shit in our kitchen all the time yes. because mm -hmm. we can't find it at the store. Yes. Say whatever you want about Kim Kardashian, but when I was younger, I remember cutting my um, pantyhose or whatever mm -hmm. because that had a slit in my dress. Right. Mm. And so, you know, she just happened to come out with it, you know, her skims shapewear. Yes. Uh -huh. But that with was like the one leg. Yes. With the one, with the one yes, leg. Yes, and no that, one right. had done it. No that, one had done it. Right. No one yeah. had done it. That was the need. So I, you know, I want to encourage anybody who's at home, you're, you're creating your own thing, you're making your own thing, yeah. you're in your mama's kitchen, you're about to burn it down, whatever it is that you concocting, you know, you're probably using it for you, but right. it also can fill a need for so many other people. Absolutely. So get your business on. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to start thinking that way, like, and, and then move with it, move with the idea, because if you yes. know somebody else will, they're, yes. they're going to always be on your heels. You're going to be like, <gasps> I right, thought that about that 20 idea. years ago. Right. I could have been a gazillionaire by now. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> but Vicky's saying that there isn't anything in GNC that is specific for the black community yeah. is like, that's like mind blowing because right. it's like, why? Why hasn't anything been created for us when it comes to our vitamins mm -hmm. and what we need, especially with, we were talking about earlier, especially with COVID. Mm -hmm. So, yes. you know, we, oh, were, right. it, we, we saw what we were lacking when it came to COVID right. and, and the majority of the people in the hospital dying were black. Right. That's true. So, you know, if we can always get vitamins and nutrients and things that are going to help us up front then that's, that's half the battle. Absolutely. That's true. Absolutely. Oh, I love yeah. it. When is the launch on yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I want to tweak it. I'm tweaking I, I everything on my phone. <laughs> right, right, right. Tweaking those formulas to get it just right. But I just, you know, it, it, you know we have to pay attention to our bodies, our culture, yeah. what runs in our genes and our genetics and create products that are healthier for the culture. Yeah. yeah. And I always want to encourage people to like feel, don't feel like whatever you're coming up with is stupid. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. People yeah, are always yeah. like, oh, this is stupid. Or, right. oh, nobody's going to buy it. Yeah. Or, oh, I'm going to waste my money. No, it's not stupid. It's not stupid. Right. Unless it really is stupid. <laughs> they, they just don't do it. I think what happens is you think it was like, a no, it was a no-brainer for you. Right. And so you don't think anyone else is going to recognize. I mean, how many times have you had a great idea and you think it's stupid and people are like, oh my God, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So you have yes. to step outside of yourself. That's why it helps to talk to other people you can bounce stuff off of. Because if we stay inside our own head. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll go nowhere. We'll, be, we'll go yeah. nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Now, what is your advice for, for people who want to just... You know, they get excited. Mm-hmm. They're ready to be an entrepreneur. They they got their little five hundred dollars. They're investing in their little business. They get their business up and running, and they just don't want to ask anybody for help. They don't want to rely on anybody else. They don't want to. You know, they've they have decided that they're going to do it all on their own. What is your advice for those people? Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you because there's a lot of people like that. I know, I know. Yeah, you can't. You can't do it alone. Right. There's many, as, there's many entrepreneurs who tried and they realized that they need help yeah. from from getting the idea out your head. I mean, there's always something that you're not good at in business. You may be the brains behind it, but mm-hmm. there's going to be other aspects of the business that you're not good at, whether it's the marketing or yes. it's this or the that. Right. So you have to get bring other people in the fold to execute everything. Right. You're not going to be I, the great marketer and I created the product yeah. and I did the formulas and I did that. No, nobody does all that. Right. No. And I think sometimes people don't even know where, who to go to or where to ask, like, you know, where to ask for help. But sometimes it's like, okay, what if you just go on your Facebook and put out a post and say, hey, mm. I have an idea yeah. of, you know, X, Y, Z. Is there anyone that can, you know, Absolutely. I can talk to about? So it's like, sometimes it's like, what, what do they say? Closed mouths don't, don't get, get fed. fed. Yeah. Mm. So, yep. yeah. That's grandma so it's just as simple as going to Facebook, making a post and see, you might have one person respond, but that one person yep. might point you in the right direction. That's right. Yeah. So open your mouth and ask. I see a lot of people sometimes say, I have a business mm-hmm. and my friends, my family don't support me. Oh, yeah. And all, but, you know, I get so much support <laughs> from strangers. <laughs> yes. But I can't believe my friends don't support me, yes. my family. And I'm so angry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're so, and that kind of disappoints them to the point where it, it, you know, makes them shuts not, them down. Yeah, like shuts, shuts them, them down, down yeah. because they're looking for the people around them to support them. So That's like, huge. Yeah. It's yeah. huge. Having coached people for so many years, it's like one of the number one things they talk about. The lack of support is from a spouse, right? Mm. Typically, mm. a lot of the times mm-hmm. from a spouse. People tell them that they're silly. Don't leave your job or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that you know, it it does. A lot of people will never get started or they'll give up because of that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people this: everyone's not going to get support, mm-hmm. it, and it is what it is. You can't make anybody support you, right? Yes. So you have to be your number one cheerleader. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to be number one cheerleader, and strangers will egg you on, and yeah. and, and and push you before. The people who you think are supposed to, but the people you think are supposed to, they kind of don't want to say you're going to hate. They're right. kind of hating they, on they, you. They, they're hating. They're fine if, if they're and here then, and you're here, right, but if yes. you have the potential to go here, right. they don't like but then, that. But yeah. then let you blow up and then they're trying to, oh, they don't yes. want to be along for the ride. Yes, yes, just take names. <laughs> just take, keep a list. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yes. But you know, I think, yeah, I think you just have to keep it moving and you have to you focus on those that support you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if people don't support you, like you just don't let that stop you and and get and you know cause hang-ups and stuff yeah don't let that stop you at all yeah yeah Yeah. all right so vicky we're about to wrap this up okay but i would love a couple of tips just for anybody who's a wants to give up b doesn't understand how to grow or if like you 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 are the bomb.com and you your business is booming like what what would you tell those people yeah so the people's businesses are booming and they want to go to the next level 
invest in scaling up. You know, okay. more capital if you find yourself stuck in a cycle, that's for sure. Yeah. The person who wants to, um, you're just starting out, consistency, staying at it and understanding that it does not happen overnight no matter what you see mm -mm. on social media. Social media is a fantasy land. <laughs> mm -hmm. Half the people saying they're entrepreneurs still got jobs that you just don't know they're going they to work lying. every day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or that they're living in their mama's basement, yes, which, in the is basement fine, which is fine, that, but, but they're not showing yeah, you the whole So you story. have to understand, like looking at other people can really make you feel like you're so far behind the eight ball because yeah. everyone else is balling. Understand that 90% of what you're looking at isn't true. Right. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. Right. So you just have have to stay consistent at the things that are going to grow your business and understand and have the expectation that it's not real businesses don't flourish overnight every once in a while somebody gets lucky and blows up overnight yeah anything right. else is going to take time so we have realistic expectations that's the biggest thing that you can do right. and, and consistency is just the key there's going to be aspects of your business that you cannot stand doing mm -hmm. but usually things you can't stand doing are the ones that are going to grow your business that, right, <laughs> so right. unfortunately yes. right yes. so i mean i can say just you know something Vicky, that you would talk to me about is like i have to talk about my business business like all the time I should be talking about embellished all the time I should be yes. posting all yeah. the time yeah. I should be you know making little videos and for me it's just I'm the type I'm like oh I don't want to get on people's nerves <laughs> yeah so maybe I don't want them to be jump sick in the phone of me and you that day yes. <laughs> I was like, well, give me your Instagram and I'll right. take it <laughs> But you right. know, you, you're building, you have a following and you're building and you're engaging with people. Yeah. And I used to tell people all the time, they're like, I didn't know I didn't want to sell anything, you know, or speakers. They get on stage and they speak and they have the crowds clapping their hands, but they didn't want to sell a product. But then when they get off the stage, all these people run up to them and go, do you have anything I can buy? Do you have a product or a book? They're wow. like, oh my God, I felt so stupid. Right. <laughs> because right. If, you, if you have something and people like you, you yes. know what you're talking about, they're going to want to invest in what you have. Absolutely. And so you mm -hmm. sit there and so many people are like, I had no idea. Right. Yeah. So it's your job as a business owner to promote your business. 100%. It's absolutely your job. It's right. not about bragging or people thinking, oh, like those people are going to talk about you regardless. You better let everybody know about that business. Right. Yes, <laughs> of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, you, you heard you heard my shady moment, that that direct message that I read. Yes. So those people are always going to hate on no you. No matter what you well, do, yeah. bad. Right. they don't care. Yeah, that's true. Yes. That's true. And you can't give strangers and, and haters that much power to shut you down right. or making money. That sounds kind of ridiculous. Somebody you don't know through social media was able to shut your coins down. Right, yeah. exactly. Insane. Preach, Vicky, preach. <laughs> Insane. Preach. <laughs> My number one takeaway from what you've said is like, you definitely have to be your number one fan. Absolutely. Your number one supporter because in the journey of whatever business you're trying to, to start, and, and and roll with people gonna tell you no mm -hmm. all the time mm -hmm. and you have to be your fan fan of yourself enough to keep yourself motivated that's to right. keep going that's right because the no's are coming like the full are force coming, and the support from others isn't guaranteed yes. it's great if you have it but everybody doesn't have it right but when you believe and you have that feeling in your gut you're going to get you'll get more no's but when you get that one that yes yes it's gonna be all that you ever needed so. amen mm -hmm. amen mm -hmm. amen couple things before we go because i know you said marketing is really big what would you say what percent of someone's budget just to give people an idea yeah do you think typically should go towards marketing <laughs> 60 to 80. Wow. As much as you got. How much okay. you got? <laughs> okay. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah, because you yeah. have to spend money. You have to, it's like lead acquisition, like the cost of a customer. And as you get data, you start to learn how much does it acquire for me to get a customer in my business. Right. And then you know. And then how much do I have to charge? And then how can I make my average order value higher? So, you know, with the cosmetic line, I don't want people to come and buy one lipstick. So right. you put together bundles, you know, to make people buy yeah. more than one, right? Yes. To make the marketing dollars pay off right 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 so if i spend a, if i spend a certain amount of money to market i don't want you to come that one person to come and buy one lipstick because i'm not really gonna 
profit from that. But if I can push them and get them to buy something of higher value, that's right. how you profit and make your money back from the marketing. Right. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Love that's that. awesome. And if for people, you know, I use Shopify for mm-hmm. my business and I can say Shopify is an awesome platform because they offer so many resources. And apps. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So many apps. App rehab. <laughs> yes. But, but they have so many like tutorials mm-hmm. and webinars and yes. stuff like that. So just as a business owner, like seek information. Yes. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So as much time as you spend creating your product or whatever, like you need to spend that much time also just doing research doing and seeking research information. and seeking information and yeah. understand that. And, and getting new customers is something you always have to do, but also getting people to become repeat customers because it's, right. it's cheaper and more cost effective to keep the same person buying back because they already trust you and know and like your product right. ah. versus having to start all over again with wooing somebody new to come in the door because it costs money to do that. Right. That's, you know? That is key. That's, and, that was good. That was a, and that was a gem. optimizing your website. Mm, and making okay. your website to the point where it's it's doing things mm-hmm. to make the customer actually carry all the way through the checkout. Right. And there's things that you can do to optimize the website to make sure you're getting as many people as possible to actually purchase all the way through. Right. Yeah. You and know. you can you can check the back end of your website to see mm-hmm. how many people drop off in the middle of yeah. a sale because they probably got frustrated right. because they had to click too many times. Too many times. Mm-hmm. So you didn't yeah. have to rearrange things on your site. So there's always yeah. ways to optimize and squeeze more money and, and mm-hmm. get someone to carry all the way through. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Well, before we go, Vicki, um, can you please tell everyone where yes. they can find you? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. you know? I yeah. know you have a lot of information and people might be reaching out to you yeah, and saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can find me on all the social media platforms at Vicki Irvin, V-I-C-K-I-I-R-V-I. love it love it so that's facebook instagram Mm -hmm. and the twitter Twitter. and the twitter yes 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 yes. (laughs) well thank you so much this has been a wonderful business episode of reasonably shady and all i can say is you know in in this next week live your life either reasonable or shady yes yes and send us your questions at what's up at reasonably shady send us your business questions whatever your advice questions whatever it might be your shady questions if you want us to read your shady comment we might (laughs) (laughs) and we gonna laugh yes indeed all right see you next week peoples reasonably shady is a production of the black effect podcast network for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows and you can connect with us on social media at robin dixon 10 giselle bryant and reasonably shady Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. 
Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.